AGBC, this is producer Jordan again. Just a reminder that this podcast is part two of Pastor Mike's conversation with Anthony and Lisa Perez. It's picking up exactly where our last episode left off, so they're just jumping right into the conversation, talking about the faithfulness of God that they've seen in their lives, as well as how God's Word has been a help to them. If you'd like to listen to last week's episode, you can do that by looking back at the podcast feed. I will turn it over to the music, and then the podcast will begin. Hope you enjoy. So how about for each of you, maybe individually, or maybe this is the same answer that comes to mind for you as a couple, but when have you been most keenly aware of God's faithfulness in your life? Like, what does that look like? What comes to mind? I think there's definitely really strong moments where we've seen God's faithfulness, whether it's been through the birth of our children, through um, buying and selling homes, to making school decisions, um, church decisions, life decisions. So I definitely see God's faithfulness through everything in my my whole life, really. Um, But then I think that I really just see God's faithfulness every day now. I think my worldview has changed to instead of doubting God's goodness at every turn or at every um, suffering, um, just seeing God's goodness in everyday things and Mm. just as an immediate uh, response to you know, each thing that comes along the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Anthony, how about for you? When have you been most keenly aware of God's faithfulness? What comes to mind? Yeah. Uh, just to build on Lisa's answer because I think she stole it from me, but, um, (laughs) no, I think it's true. Um, I, I think there are definitely some, some moments in our life that we grew together as a couple. Um, I would, one that comes to mind is uh, when Jack was born, he was, uh, I don't know if a lot of folks know this, but he was born with a bilateral cleft and palate. And uh, when we found out, um, you know, when you're, when you're doing the ultrasound for the first time uh, and you're, you're going to see your, uh, that life that's, um, you know, inside of you and, um, you know, they say it's a boy and you're, you're rejoicing about that. And then uh, the text says, "Oh yeah, they have. The, you know, there's this anomaly. Um, you know, there's there's some something wrong." Um, and I think it. You know, as 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 much joy as we found in that moment, we also there was a lot of dread and a lot of anxiety. And so, um, you know, Lisa uh, was obviously much much closer to the, the situation because of um, you know giving birth to Jack. But I think uh, God used that situation for us to. To really depend on him, and um, and then see the body of Christ uh, as a community uh, kind of circle around us as well, and so uh, that was a real moment of God's goodness and faithfulness in a in a time where uh, we didn't really understand. We were frustrated. We were um, you know uh, fearful yeah. uh, for the road ahead, um, but God really walked us through that and um, taught us a lot. Uh, about his faithfulness and how to how to really lean on him in times of uh, trial and suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like Lisa said, I think the um, I think just viewing every day um, through a lens that God is good and God is faithful. Um, mm-hmm. I think that if when you come to that point in your in your Christian life, it doesn't mean that you've arrived, but I think it does mean that you're resting a little bit more in Christ. Like you're, you're not worried that is God going to be good in this situation that I don't really know or uh, can't see the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, 
God has good for you and is for you, and uh, he is faithful. And so if, if you can rest in those, the outcome almost doesn't matter as much wow. um, because you're, you're putting your trust in, uh, in the one who is faithful. Well said. Amen. Well said. So we've asked a question from a few who visited the podcast. So I want to ask you guys. So let's say you had the DeLorean from Back to the Future, and it was powered by your favorite flavor of LaCroix. <laughs> what would you say, and you went back in time to your younger self, how would you counsel your younger self? You had like a minute, right? What would you say, what comes to mind to help your younger self continue on the path based on what you've learned now? You, you haven't arrived yet, right? We're all growing in Christ-likeness, but you get in the DeLorean, you punch in the date, you meet your younger self. What counsel do you give? Can I answer for Jordan? <laughs> because I can see him across that. That'd be that. great. So what, what he would do is would find a sports book and start <laughs> betting on all those games. That, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jordan, maybe that's a way to get Gresham Bible Church a permanent facility. Yes, okay, that's a great idea. All right, yeah. I would tell my younger self to slow down. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I loaded my plate way too full um, from my teenage years, clear through my mid-30s. And so I think that I've learned to rest and to do the important things and then um, learn to be able to say no to some things even though you want to be helpful. Yeah, that's good. Anthony, how about for you? Yeah, I think for <laughs> for me, um, Lisa and I talked about this last night, but um, I think for me, I would say um, be quick to listen and and slow to answer, uh, especially in marriage, um, to really um, understand uh, my wife, my family, um, and um, and model Christ's love for the church um, in our relationship. I think that's something that. I, it took me a while uh, to understand, and um, and it's perfected now. But the uh, no, it's <laughs> something I'm learning every day. But uh, but no, I think there I I think there were a lot of years where uh, I felt like um, Lisa was kind of waiting for me to get there uh, to lead um, to um, lead spiritually to um, get over myself uh, when it came to things like getting stuck on service and. Um, you know, expressing my love for Christ through the stuff that I did versus the time that I spent with him in the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I, I would definitely have a lot to say. And if I only had a minute, I, that's what I would say is to, <laughs> that's to good. be quick to listen and, um, and slow to answer. Would you give your younger self a sip of LaCroix to let him know what the future would bring? Um, no, but I would tell myself to like, Hey, lay off some of those cheeseburgers because like they might <laughs> catch a, you know, they might catch up to your, uh, your amazing metabolism that you have right now. <laughs> good, good. Okay. So how about kind of taking that a step further? So in you guys' marriage, how do you know when you're doing well, Anthony and Lisa Perez, how do you know in your marriage? Hey, we're not perfect. Right. But, but we're doing well, we're in a good spot. And then on the flip side, how do you know when you're not doing well, if that ever happens, right, hypothetically, and then how do you work through those things? So we're having this conversation 
Uh, so, you know, as a church, when we hear each other's stories, hey, here's our practical life together for those that are married. Here's some ways it can kind of look or sound. So for you guys, when do you know you're doing well? When do you know you're not doing well? And then what? Yeah. I'm, do you want to share or do <laughs> I want to share? Can I share? No. Um, yeah, I, it's funny. Uh, the Lord works in mysterious ways, but even last night, uh, you know, we had a little argument, whatever you want to call it, misunderstanding. Um, but I think for us, um, we know when we're not doing like we know that there's something um, against we have we have something against each other. I think we've known each other for so long. Um, you know, we learned about each other through letters, so they were super intentional, um, and then we've just been best of friends uh, for decades. And so I think we can, we know each other really well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we're not gelling, when we're, when we're not, you know, when we're not intentionally talking to each other, we know there's something there. Okay. Uh, I think the thing that we've learned uh, is that uh, we need to, we need to resolve it. Um, and we're, we're not satisfied with just living in silence. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that we've learned um, over years and years and years of practice uh, is to just uh, come together and even if we don't understand each other right away to do the hard work to understand each other. Um, I think one thing that we've hung our hat on uh, for many years um, is this idea that your spouse is not um, intentionally trying to hurt you. So they're a well-intentioned person. Um, So I think we, we always approach conversations that way. Um, Some, more heated than others, but we always try to get there. Yeah. Uh, and so I think when we are doing well, um, I feel like we're, you know, two peas in a pod. Uh, and we've, we know each other well enough that we don't want to sit with that tension. Um, and not that tension is necessarily bad in a marriage, like, you know, uh, that, that, uh, that struggle, but, um, to just ignore it and eventually become numb to it is something that, you know, thankfully, uh, we haven't, we haven't, um, um, it hasn't been a habit for us. So yeah. we've, we've intentionally struggled through times of frustration and misunderstanding to become unified in that. Lisa, how about for you? What would you say? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, I would agree, I guess I, I, when you know, you know, you know, we know when mm-hmm. we're arguing or when there's tension. And so, um, just approaching that, I think one of thing that Anthony has taught me is um, that there's going to be conflict. I think I kind of thought that Hmm. if there's conflict, that means that we're unhealthy or I'm a con I'm generally a conflict avoider. And so um, entering into the conflict is better just to do it and talk about it and then get through it than to put it off and let it, you know, simmer as I can do for (laughs) unknown reasons so (laughs) so yeah I think that that is is something that has changed my perspective too along with viewing him as a generally well-intentioned person Mm -hmm. um is that it's normal to have conflict so let's work through it and get to the other side of it and move on so yeah I love a word you use Anthony for unity I'm just processing what you're saying like the horizon you're driving towards is unity in your marriage and that's going to look different at different times, but it's worth it. You're for each other, so you're working, moving towards unity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, amen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about for both of you, how have you seen the benefit of God's Word played out in your life as individual Christian, in your marriage, and then maybe kind of like if someone were to, 
you know, the whole job shadow idea, if they were to job shadow you for a day or a week or whatever, what healthy habits would they see in your life around God's word? So all of us are going to say, yeah, God's word. I go to Gresham Bible Church. Okay, well, how's that play out in your life? And that looks different maybe for different people, but we found it's helpful for others to hear that. Hey, here's a way I treasure God's word in my life, and maybe that's in a different season, et cetera. But what does that look like for you guys? For me, um, the idea of I just love Bible study. And um, so for me, three or four good days of Bible study in a week are awesome. Um, Just taking the time to be able to dig in and really study a passage um, is really helpful. And I think before in my younger years, I just thought, make sure you crack that book open every day and read a passage. But then to me, I was just skimming through it and not really um, letting it impact my life and letting me see what God is really saying and seeing the context of everything. Mm -hmm. So I think my walk has changed to be okay with, in a way, doing those, um, you know, days of study. And then the days when I'm not studying, I'm having good conversations with people. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to worship music, um, whatever it may be. But so I think, I think my walk has changed to be a little less, mean to myself and a little more intentional about really studying God's word and um, really enjoying it. Yeah. But it sounds like you're savoring God's word Mm -hmm. in, in those times you're chewing on it. You're thinking about what it means. You're focused on it. Yeah. And I also really enjoy, I um, enjoy reading with my boys in the morning. So just Mm -hmm. devotionals and that's just really a, a special time for us, but I get a lot out of it too. So yeah, that's awesome. Anthony, how would you respond? Yeah, I would I would say my my answer is probably really similar. Um, just really enjoy um, studying the Bible, um, whether it's um, I I'm not a, a super habitual person, so I, I don't get up at five thirty and read for half an hour every day. Although that would be amazing, um, I barely get out of bed for work. So <laughs> um, the yeah, I think it's. Uh, when you read through a passage of scripture, so our men's Bible study uh, that Mike and I are in. Uh, oh, and Jordan. Sorry, Jordan left you out there. Sorry. <laughs> That's horrible. Um, uh, we're studying through First and Second Timothy, and so it's just been a real joy to read through one chapter a week, but really diving into that chapter and yeah. finding, uh, you know, different cross references and looking through, uh, different commentaries to get a perspective that maybe I, I haven't seen, uh, and just really diving deep, asking a lot of good questions. Um, you know, what does the text say, but also how do I, how, how do I, um, hu- uh, humanize it in a way that I, I can, um, also apply it to my own life. Um, so, yeah, I think there's um, just studying the Bible, asking really good questions, uh, being really inquisitive about uh, what God is um, saying in that passage, and then uh, and then just trying to learn uh, and get per- other perspectives about that. Um, I think when we can um, not just uh, read a passage of Scripture and, and say, oh, this is what I think it means, and then go about our day, I think we kind of do ourselves as a disservice because there's so much we don't know. And so to walk humbly as we're as we're reading through scripture uh, and try to gain other perspectives, I think is good. Um, and then, yeah, reading uh, reading other good um, you know biblical perspectives, um, you know whether it's a book or an article. Uh, listen to a lot of podcasts. 
uh, you know, 90% uh, gospel focused, 10% office focused. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, having a good mix of, of uh, different sources that speak truth uh, into your life um, and, is, and is grounded in the Bible, um, even if the conversation might be from a Christian perspective, uh, you know the foundation is God's word. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's how we kind of, that's how I kind of intake scripture. I uh, read it, study it, meditate on it, and look for sources that, um, you know, kind of help me understand um, it through, through various lenses. Yeah. It's so helpful for me and I think for other Christians to actually hear what does it look like to be in God's word for you and then to learn from each other, challenge each other, refine each other. So maybe to kind of lean into that a little bit more, is there a particular verse or passage that God's just been using in your life recently, maybe to impact you towards being encouraged, towards joy, maybe to lovingly rebuke you? Is there just something you'd want to share from God's word that's been important in your life recently? I mean, I feel like I kind of already answered the question with just enjoying the Bible studies from this year um, with Romans and Psalms and now Galatians, our Bible studies really enjoying. Um, it's just brought really good discussions. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Anthony, is there a specific verse? And you can quote it in any version if you want. Oh, man. Here comes the King's English. Um, yes. The, now, I, I, you know, this, this might be a softball, but I think going through uh, Ecclesiastes um, has been really good. Uh, just a book that we don't really turn to that much. Yeah. Uh, so I've been, the, the messages that uh, Josh and the preaching team have brought throughout the series, uh, I know we finished it, but um, has just been really solid, um, really informative. Um, and then the first and second Timothy that we've been going through has been really good. Um, my kind of go-to book that I, I come back uh, over and over again is John. Uh, yes. So, you know, just thinking about uh, unity has been a lot on my mind. So reading through John 15, 16, 17, um, and just really meditating on Christ's words um, and uh, yes. his, his call to obedience for us in those passages of uh, just been really uh, meditating on those things. Yeah, that's good. So the purpose of this podcast for Gresham Bible Church is to really help us joyfully and faithfully trust and follow Jesus together in our time. That's the whole purpose of this podcast. So Anthony, you're an elder, so meaning a shepherd, an overseer, a pastor. You're Pastor Anthony. Lisa, you're an elder's wife. So for Gresham Bible Church is a podcast for our local church, GBC, right? Do you have anything you want to kind of leave us with, encourage us with, challenge us with what comes to mind? Jesus, that's the answer. No. <laughs> Good answer, Lisa. Here's your sticker. That is correct. I would just go back um, to Bible study. I know that just thinking about how many women in our church have been involved in Bible study this year has been amazing, but we're entering into a busier season and a kind of returning to what was. Mm. And yeah. so it's easy to crowd that back out and not be intentional about meeting with people and making that a priority. So I would just say to stay in God's word and in community, even if you have a baby, even if you have a full-time job, and even if you're a grandma, stay in community because all those seasons matter. And it, um, having God's truth is really important and an important lens as we try to filter 
our world that we live in. Oh, love it. Amen. Yes. Anthony, how yeah, about you? That's good. Um, One up. Man, that. my, my answer is pretty weak. So <laughs> no, um, no, I think I, I've been thinking a lot lately about unity. Um, you know, there's so much that, uh, we've gone through, um, as a church, as a community, um, as a nation, uh, just through this pandemic, uh, these past, you know, 14 months, um, and, and just the call to unity in scripture, uh, just resounds even louder than it mm-hmm. has, I think in other times in my life. Um, the fact that Christ calls us, uh, to unity that he says will be known, uh, by our love. People will know you're Christians if you, if you see the love for one another. Um, and I think that's not just, Hey, I really like that person. Uh, but I serve them. I minister with them. I serve our community with them. And really that speaks of unity. Yes. Um, and so, you know, in John 17, uh, he says, uh, Christ says this, that I have given to them that they may be one, even as we are one and I and them and you and, uh, you and me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. So, thinking about those words that those those aren't uh just something he threw out as he was leaving the world like that Mm. was uh that's identity that's like identity language that's you'll know them you you'll know that they're my children you you, you'll you'll know that they're part of god's family by their oneness by their unity and so i think um in these times of division uh whether it's political or whether it's uh, about um, different sciences, whatever it is, maybe it's even sports teams. Um, you know, the the fact that God calls us to unity shouldn't be um, overlooked, and I think it's something that we should really fight for as uh, as members and as people that call GBC our home. Uh, we should be fighting for unity. Mm-hmm. So um, that that might mean different things to different people. It might mean that I set aside. Um, my preference for something uh, to to spend time with someone, to serve one, uh, to serve someone. It might mean that I give up my resources mm-hmm. uh, to to serve and to um, uh, to encourage uh, someone. So uh, when you think, when you put on the lens of unity, I think a lot of things kind of fade into the background. Uh, and if you're really striving for unity. I think that's where God is really working, um, and Amen. He's going to bless that work, um, even if you don't know how. Um, you know that uh, a lot of times in my own Christian life, I think the growth hasn't come from me knowing X, Y, and Z. It's been more I'm going to try to follow Christ as close as I can and understand and grow in this. And uh, same thing when it comes to unity, I want to grow in that. Uh, I want to model that well so that others in the community. Uh, can see, yeah, they're they're part of God's family, and uh, there's something different about them. Amen. Preach. So, yes. yes. Amen. And another thing. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. This has been a great conversation. So thanks for joining us together on Life Together. 
We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback on today's conversation or if you have any ideas for any future episodes. And you can reach out to me at mike at greshambible.org. And also just want to give a thank you and a shout out to our friends at Humble Beast for the great music on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and hope you have a great week. Until next time.